0: Welcome everyone once again to Goosebuds. We're back. We're back. We are back. Uh, gonna do something
1: different this time. We've been doing some different stuff. Oh wait, wait, well, hold. Yeah. Oh wait. What? Wait, you. So you said hi. Yeah. And I said hi. Oh, my. <gasps> where's Paul? Oh,
0: wait, was he wasn't with you? I was sure he was with you. I thought he, I, he was just here. No, he was. Uh, he was back at camp. <gasps> the, uh, the the Werbagool got him. Oh, my God. The Werepagool? <laughs> the Werepagool. The uh, ancient legend says the Werepagool is Latin for, has a ton of work, and is unable to make it tonight.
1: But oh, it's, oh, no.
0: It's a hideous monster. I, You know what? I think we're going to get Paul back, though. I think we're going to be able to get Paul back.
1: I think. I hope so. You know what I was worried about? Mm-hmm. Was that he got ready to do this show with us just now, and then he got sucked into the internet. <laughs> Which is coincidentally the uh title of the newest Goosebumps book, The Haunted Internet. <laughs> I believe the newest Goosebumps book is the, the Tinder that wouldn't swipe. The Tinder that wouldn't swipe. I th- I thought it was the Gobagool. <laughs> the well, Werebagool The were- Yeah, the Werebagool.
0: It's a the Werebagool is a, a hideous time beast, right? Mm-hmm. Um uh, with one giant clock, but please do not consider it to be at all like a hip-hop rap artist. No flavor no. Flava flav. Uh And it likes to just hang out in campgrounds and uh, attack Italian boys that have a lot of obligations and things to do. And the Weber Cool just goes, oh, I'm the Weber Cool. You got to get back to work. And, and then you have to be like, "Ah." Oh. You're right. And then you're hit with the overwhelming realization of what you have to do. This is not a good monster idea. I should have Wait, stopped oh, a while on, ago. Hold on, hold on.
1: Is the Werebagoo like a freelance manager? <laughs> <laughs> I, guess, I guess it's. Listen. He's going to come by and just see whoever's. Any Italians who, who got some work ahead of them and remind them that they. You know what? The Werebagoo lives inside us all. Mm-hmm. Okay? We gotta, uh, it's a terrible beast to fight, and we lost Paul to him tonight. But... Unnecessary stress. Brought on by ourselves. That's how the book ends. The Werewolf. <laughs> I was the Werewolf. The, the,
0: the Werewolf ends with you at your office job, and you're 45, and you look over, and the Werewolf is just in the office chair across you, just going. Hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. He goes Monday. <laughs>
0: am I right? Yeah. Am I right? <laughs> And, that, and then he says, you sign up for the uh, company softball team. And that's the oh, end of the book. yeah,
1: dude. The Wereba is going to slug it.
0: I feel like I should clarify that Paul's okay. He just had a ton of double shift work. Uh, but we want to keep doing that episode. Just in case you're wondering if that's some sort of vague way to say that Paul died. Paul is fine.
1: Uh, if Paul died, um, it will be a similar story about the Wereba mm-hmm. But it will be about how the Wereba murdered him. <laughs> this is how we cope. This is how we just deal with it, man. <laughs> got to laugh, Hi guys. How's it going? I'm one of your co-hosts, Chad Quant. I'm Dominic Mosquiti. And, uh, and 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 uh, we got we got something special here for you. It's a
0: little different, right? Yeah, you you notice we've been doing some different stuff. We're kind of at that point. I think is if the show was our relationship, our show's relationship is kind of like an episode of Transformers, like the seventh season of Transformers. And you're like, okay, "Okay, you know, these Autobots and Decepticons or the Dinobots and and Predacons fighting each other. But you know what? Just every once in a while, you might just need to throw in a new type of Transformer. Maybe a Transmetal. Maybe one uh, from an alien land that's actually kind of like an angel. Maybe Uh like a prototype that's unformed and is kind of like a baby in the saddest episode of Beast Wars ever and it gets killed. These, oh. these kind of... Ep- yeah, it's pretty sad. These kind of episodes
1: are like that. We're just going to vary it up every once in a while. Every once in a while. We got a book that we're going to read next episode. Very next episode, mm-hmm, though, right? Mm-hmm. But before that... Well, we're, do- we're we're doing Ghost Next Door, right? We're doing Ghost Next Door, yes. We're doing
0: Ghost Next Door. Pretty excited. But pretty f-
1: excited about that one for a number of reasons. There's a two-part special, I think, of that on the TV show. Ooh. So... If anybody wants to watch that, you can. You can. I would not think <laughs> that is a
0: story that you would make into two episodes. I'm pretty sure I'm going to guess the plot for Ghost Next Door is I just went over to my neighbor's house and uh, tried to play baseball catch with them. And the ball went right through their hands because they're a ghost. What a surprise. Ghost Next what Door. What a
1: surprise. I'm uh, not gonna investigate that at all Just gonna go to bed and end this book right now <laughs> <laughs> It's weird they made it 60 minutes of TV You guys have uh, read uh, a few of these books already You know what's gonna happen Yeah, I sure gotta figure it then.
0: out That should be that should be like Goosebumps 35 As Arlstein's like, ah, you'll figure it out I don't know, Beast from the East, it's a monster
1: the, uh, It's waving, it's, I think uh, it's, it's in
0: the leftmost direction You, you got it. figure it out You gotta figure it out uh, Speaking of TV though Our special episode today is a wonderful gem that we found just hanging out watching Goosebumps. Yes, we hang out not on the show, still watching, talking about Goosebumps.
1: You're damn right. Because, Chad, Goosebumps is a TV show that's, for the most part, pretty fun for kids. Mm Mm-hmm. But uh, there are some episodes that are... (laughs) weird yeah, uh, uh, there yeah. are some interesting choices made um and uh this is one of them and chad we uh have an appreciation for this uh this this type of tv or film right yeah this, these these canadian
0: gems handpicked for uh handpicked from very low budget of production
1: carved out of wood
0: carved out of canadian wood <laughs> i don't know what the canadian wood is probably maple i'm just gonna assume maple trees just hand-delivered.
1: Prob- it's probably maple, and and uh, it smells nice, which is nice, because it's still got that Goosebumps scent. Mm-hmm. A fresh fresh Goosebumps
0: scent that is kind of a little bit of patchouli, um, a little bit of old leather, and a basketball. I think that is the smell of Goosebumps
1: Oh, basketball.
0: Oh, yeah. You know that? Like, you know, like a fresh leather basketball or an old leather basketball. It's the
1: best. Do you play with leather basketball?
0: <laughs> wait, is, wait is, what are basketballs made out of? They're made out of leather? You're right.
1: Orange? Dotted orange? <laughs> that's, that's leather, right? Wait, hold on. What is What are basketballs made out of fun of? Uh, I think. Gym basketballs are made of old tigers. <laughs> that's why there's so many of them killed. We just so That's uh, why they're orange and striped S- with black stripes.
0: Space Jam killed, like, 10,000 tigers with how oh. many basketballs were made. Looking up, hey, 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 here you go. Uh, according to a basketball in parentheticals ball on Wikipedia... Nearly all basketballs have an inflatable inner rubber bladder, generally wrapped in layers of fiber, and then covered with a tacky surface made either from leather, traditional oh. rubber, or a synthetic composite. So, old-timey basketball, which probably didn't bounce—it probably didn't bounce at
1: all—the way they play it back in uh, in Indiana.
0: <laughs> yeah, the good old. Yeah, you, if you didn't realize that the show the, you didn't realize that the movie Hoosiers is just a bunch of white guys just passing the balls to each other and no one can dribble cuz it just hits the ground. <laughs> it just really like just like lead. Yeah. it's just done. <laughs> it's just like a bunch of guys just kind of standing in a line down the basketball court handing the ball like a, a fireman's carry to one another
1: and it's a real great sports movie. It's a really good movie. But we didn't watch that we for did. this episode of Goosebuds. <laughs> we watched a special. I want to say special because it holds a special place in my brain and i will never forget it it's called strained peas strained peas now you listening i know your car might have just
0: crashed because you're like oh god there's no way that's the title and you just ran into the side of the wall you
1: just you just decided to end it right there you could not handle it but let me stress yes
0: the title of the episode strained peas like something a baby would eat but nothing that's really scary sounding whatsoever
1: yeah, if there's a book, a Goosebumps book that's called Strained Peas, I can guarantee you it would have been the uh, least selling one, <laughs> I, I, I would guess. It's it's featured, it's nested, hidden
0: as a secret treasure in Tales to Give You Goosebumps, the first book, with several stories, all with varying levels of spookiness. I'm just going to read a few for you, you can tell me. Uh, when you notice the shift from traditional goosebumps title to ridiculousness, okay, a vampire in the neighborhood,
1: okay, goosebumps, the house
0: of no return, okay, goosebumps, strangers in the woods,
1: um, uh, yeah, yeah, that kinda sounds on, a lot creepier. Kinda, That's a lot more real than kinda, the other goosebumps. Kind of on the fence. Uh, uh, strained
0: peas are our uh, titular episode wouldn't guess that that was goosebumps uh how i won my bat how i won my bat a boy gains a magical baseball bat
1: wow <laughs> that sounds good i think they made a movie of that Were you, called uh the natural or
0: <laughs> the natural or mr uh is the natural that terrible animated looking film where the kid has no no sorry not the natural sorry
1: there's you're a, thinking of everyone's hero.
0: Everyone's hero. Somehow we end up talking about it every month. Why do we keep talking about uh, everyone's hero? Uh, I really just want to watch that movie. It <laughs> looks you want to nice. hang out? Everyone's hero. If you're not aware of, is an animated feature film that came out in 2006. You were not aware of uh, uh, whatsoever, starring Brian Dennehy and uh, Whoopi Goldberg
1: and Billy Crystal.
0: Oh my! Oh yeah, Billy Crystal is the baseball. I believe. Yeah. <sighs> All right. So. Uh, this is the idea of everyone's hero. We will talk about the book in a second, but hold on. Everyone's hero. A boy comes to a turning point in his life when he faces a critical decision. Should he take a chance and possibly become a hero or should he play it safe? Boy, oh boy. I love when my decisions are spelled out in such clear ways <laughs> as hero or
1: don't be a hero. Though well, the... if you're a hero, it sounds like you're going to be everyone's hero, so why not?
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And though the odds are stacked against him, he begins a cross-country adventure to return Babe Ruth's baseball bat which, by the way, is a talking Whoopi Goldberg woman, uh, uh, <laughs> before the deciding game of the 1932 World Series, the baseball also talks. So just like sentient baseball items getting to Babe Ruth's game.
1: Wait, this, this movie takes place in 1932? Yeah, you
0: didn't realize that. It's not in I didn't marketing. realize
1: that because I would imagine the child would be like a uh, chimney sweep. <laughs> You'd be a newsie. Yeah, like a Newsy or something. Some some kind of labor thing that's illegal now. No, but because anyway. uh, Strained Peas. Strained Peas. We'll go, yeah. We'll, we'll cover
0: Everyone's Hero another time. Strained Peas is a ridiculous story that is our whole half hour turned into a TV show, which we've only covered. We're only covering the TV show because the book version, uh, come on, it's like 10 pages, I bet.
1: Because we watched the TV show. We watched the TV show Discover This And Gem. we will never forget it. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my Lord. What a wonderful. Uh, we're gonna talk, so we're going to talk about the episode, obviously. Maybe watch the episode. Um, we will spoil it. Uh, there are some things in it that are that are uh, true. Uh, what the hell moments. And, uh, and uh, <laughs> you know, it's a real special treat to watch that blindly and, and have that happen to you. But... Uh, If you're okay with it, guys, we're going to get right into it. Let's get right into it right now. Okay. So
0: there's so many thoughts about this story, and we'll try to go a little chronologically. It starts immediately with the baby is coming home. I cannot believe they chose not to show the conception or delivery of the baby, (laughs) two crucial scenes that they really missed out on showing. Uh, But young little Nicholas is just hanging out at home, dreading the return of the newborn baby. And he has his best friend, Max, who is just worrying so much about the baby to the point that there's a lot of red flags. They're sitting over the empty crib. There's like balloons for the baby. And they're both like, oh man, when this baby shows up, your life's gonna be terrible. Yeah. Uh, And if you pay attention, the best friend, Max, everything she tells this character could be interpreted as a scream for help about her own family life.
1: So so
0: it sounds like she might be joking about how terrible babies are, but if you really listen to it, this isn't her joking. This is a girl going, like, please pay attention to me. She's like, yeah, as soon as he had another kid, my parents haven't talked to me in weeks. Like, you really you really are going to – it's really going to be the end of your life, man. This is really terrible. And then just ho-hum Max with her denim hat. She's just going to leave and go back to her, her empty home with her ten her, family. Her, her,
1: her home of – Sadness. Her home and, of and sadness, neglect.
0: and the and Nicholas, the main kid, says,
1: "Oh, but you have like seven siblings.
0: Who can afford seven kids in that in that economy of the '90s? That is uh, a th-
1: my family chat. <laughs> Did you have? This seven? is where I take off my Scooby Doo mask and reveal that I am one of seven children. Are you, That's
0: right? What are you kidding me?
1: Yeah, I'm one of seven. I I mean, hats off to your family. Good lord, that is. Yeah, a- there are still live in a family life <laughs> yeah i don't um i don't really know if i'll have one kid <laughs> i know I'm,
0: I'm like i'm doing pretty good right now with uh middle gear solid five and uh and the sushi place down the street uh i don't yeah. know if i need a kid
1: i'm doing pretty good yeah, by by the by the time my parents were my age, they had, uh, I think, like, four children. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. There's, there's something about, like, the older generation. And that's not fair at all. There's definitely people who are still having kids, you know, 16, 18, 20. But there's something about, like, my parents' generation. I think they're a little bit older than yours. That where you got married at 18 and you started having kids and your kids were 20 by the time you were 40. And that's crazy.
1: Yeah, it's pretty... Wild to go ahead and compare your life now to your parents' life because I mean, Metal Gear Solid is pretty sweet.
0: Oh, yeah, all right. This time, (laughs) this time in my parents' life, uh, I am 27 and uh, my dad had been married for like eight or nine years, uh, they had run a successful gas station franchise business across Illinois. And we're now competitively racing horses. And I just go like, oh well, I'm living in Los Angeles and uh uh I mean I got a cool I got an iPad. You got you do have an iPad. I have an iPad, that's pretty cool, you ha- right? You have Mario Maker. <laughs> I got Mario Maker, I'm making levels. <laughs>
1: Theoretically it's just comparable. Uh, but Max's language, just to go back to Max <laughs> yeah. real quick, because I, I have to I have to talk about this. Her language throughout the show is very bizarre. Mm-hmm. It starts out with this very uh, foreboding uh, conversation about uh, the the child coming home.
0: No, Max has
1: red flags the entire episode.
0: But this child comes home uh, with her parents, who seem to... The the parents' way they react to the kid, it's very strange. It's very much like
1: a dog that they have. Yeah, all things considered, they already had Nicholas, who's kind of like... A, almost a teenager at this point. So they've been to the baby world before. They're just bringing it on. In. They're just the
0: second one. You don't care anymore. By the way, Nicholas, you need to watch episode. Looks like he's 45.
1: He looks like he's 40. This is a
0: old. weird, imagine, um, uh, John Cusack, uh, but not as a kid as John Cusack now on a tiny man's body. And that is what this kid looks like. <laughs> and he's just hanging out. Uh, also, uh, he has, he wants to, like, be really close to this baby, and everyone's like, oh, careful, you gotta, yeah, you gotta be alright, this baby's gonna cry, keeps him up late at night, it's, like, pretty cliche, just, like, baby beats of, like, oh, the baby comes home, cut to, later that night, he has a football helmet
1: and tampons in his ears? Pillows? It looks like tampons, but I think it's implied cotton. It's supposed to be cotton, I guess, or just a bag of cotton they have. but, but, but before that, but before that, the baby comes home. Mm-hmm. It's being brought upstairs. Nick is looking at it, and it shrieks at him. Oh like yeah, A horrible shriek. It's like, there's like a right next to his mother's ear, and his mother does not hear it. She just keeps on walking. <laughs> but he, he, the baby shrieks something awful, mm-hmm. and Nick is like, "Oh shit! What?" <laughs> there's like there's a lot of times where like something crazy happens, and the character doesn't react to it. No, Even, no. And we'll <laughs> the, get to those parts. We'll get to those points. So the baby is crying all the time. They established that. Mm -hmm. The baby's crying all the time. Max is over. They're in the baby's room. And Max says, and Nicholas is complaining about the crying. Mm -hmm. And Max says, this is what Max says to Nick about the crying baby. You got to call the shots. If you don't, she'll keep playing this pretty princess game forever. (laughs) What does that mean?
0: Oh, uh, there's another another phrase, I think sandwiched right next to that, where she says, you really need to stop trying to like the baby. You're always going to be older than her. Also don't know what that means. Yeah, what does that mean? That happens right before the, this line, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And what,
1: what, what is she talking about? <laughs> like, the baby came home
0: yesterday. <laughs> I think we're going to find out that there's another scene that was cut where where Max goes home and you just see it's like an abandoned building and everyone in it is dead. And she just is like, hi mom. Hi dad. And then she just goes and sits on like the burned down couch and just eats soup out of a can and actually, like no, she disappears. Normal. Cause she's the ghost. Oh, she's doing. the ghost of this one. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably also true. She is very anti baby. There's a lot of like, there are a lot of negative feelings towards uh, families, towards babies. I get that this whole episode is supposed to be like a metaphor for like the fear of a new child, but like, Nicholas, who's had one bad night with the baby, who also got up, like, instead of the parents to nurse the baby. It was really weird, right? Like, the baby's crying, and he gets up to change the baby's diaper instead of the
1: parents, which is really and strange. And the baby barfs some kind of pink puke on him.
0: Yeah, like, it barfs, like, high C all over him. And no one's alarmed. <laughs> no one's alarmed by the... It's like the by baby's the weight in, in in vomit. That would be something you'd probably take to the hospital. But the next day, he goes, ah, yeah, my parents are trying to, you know, buy off my love for the baby. They bought me a CD player. Whoa, parents! (laughs) One night, one night you got barfed on, you get a free CD player. A baby can barf on me tonight, and I will be okay with it if I get a free CD player.
1: And Max encourages him to continue that trend. And she says, if you can pull it all the way to Christmas, it's going to pay off huge. This is Max... Your priorities are all screwed up. (laughs) Can't tell. I can't tell if Max is the most like
0: real person ever in Goosebumps, or just the most depressingly
1: capitalist. I don't know. I would say the most drunk. She is. (laughs) She's 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 a a drunk twelve year old girl. Anti baby this entire episode, but pro hat. Okay. While we're talking about yeah, pro
0: giant denim hat. While we're talking about, she's got some great
1: outfits in this. While we're
0: talking about Max, this might not be interesting to anyone but me. But there is a, I, there's a detail in the script that I don't understand. And now when you're writing a story, brevity is the soul of wit, right? Like mm. you want to hit the beats that matter or the dialogue needs to be really funny or do something. You, either you need to either establish something about the character or uh, play off something that's already happened or lay down the groundwork for a story that's going to happen you – know, a story plot's going to happen later. But there's a whole moment where Max is stopping by and she's about to leave – and she goes to get her skateboard and put her skateboard and her helmet on. And then Nicholas's dad goes, Or oh, Well there, Max, you're you gotta be careful on those skateboards. They're pretty dangerous. She's like, I know, thanks, and then leaves. That feels like a setup for a whole another story, right? Where like the skateboard should have killed someone.
1: Yeah, the haunted skateboard. That's another book.
0: Right? Like theoretically the baby should have slipped on the skateboard later and like that would've defeated it. Because that felt like it was a weird there's there's a whole skeleton somewhere for a skeleton plot uh, for a skateboard plot that I don't know. Yeah, about.
1: Yeah, you know, I think the more we talk about this episode, the more it will become clear that this script is uh, an interesting one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say uh, this: the next pretty much major thing that happens is the baby plays all of its cards. So the next beat of this story is that Nicholas wakes up in the middle of the night. He's hearing something. He goes downstairs to investigate, and the fridge has been raided and there is food all over the ground and there's milk spilt it's a mess he's like what the hell is this and then he <laughs> hears the tv in the next room so he's like oh my god and he goes into the living room or perhaps the den yeah it's the men it's the it's the den for sure it's, it's a, a man's a lounge it's if re- if it pretty seen denny one. in there mm-hmm. uh, and there is grace the baby with a, a remote and she's watching <laughs> Formula One racing no, in the middle formu- of the night. Formula
0: One racing and then just flips the channel to just footage of cars crashing.
1: Yeah, footage of cars like crashing. Like the director
0: is like, we need to show uh, what is an evil thing a baby could watch. Uh, God, we can't show HBO's Real Sex. We can't, <laughs> we can't show uh, like a violent action movie we do the rights to. What about just like cars, just people dying in cars?
1: Yeah, Okay, people dying in cars. Let's show that. Let's okay. just show that. Cuts to uh some people dying in cars. <laughs> no one no one crashes. No one, it's just no, cars coming at each other. Yeah. But then uh Nicholas starts yelling at the baby and they start fighting for the remote and there's a tug of war. Uh, which which is a straight which is
0: a strong baby. I can't tell if just he was being polite or the baby just has the strength of
1: a twelve year old boy. Yeah, this this two day old baby is just really giving Nick a hard time. <laughs> it's really giving a run around. Cut to a close-up of the baby's face. A, an and extreme close-up. The mm-hmm. baby says, you're finished, big brother. <laughs> With <laughs> the worst <laughs> mouth. <laughs> you, know,
0: you ever see those old Clutch Cargo cartoons? If you've not, go look up Clutch Cargo. Clutch Cargo was where the, old, the cheapest cartoon ever made where they just drew still images and then they superimposed real-life human actors' mouths over them. It's the most disturbing thing you'll ever see.
1: That sounds horrible.
0: And that is that is essentially the effect they did on this baby's mouth.
1: If you've ever seen Conan interview some celebrities <laughs> yes, on the television, it's that exact it was, same thing. It was very similar. <laughs> it's that same idea of clutch cargo. You're finished, big brother. You're finished, big brother. And that moment, we I would say we freaked out. We freaked out. It's a scary moment because it lives in the uncanny valley (laughs) it's
0: very uncanny also just the baby's voice is not like a monster voice it's just like a woman who would work at a receptionist place like it's just it's just a normal person's voice and then let's let's go of the remote sending the boy flying backwards into the tv doesn't break it but just in time for the parents to come downstairs parents always just like five seconds too late i'm discovering anything that's wrong with this baby and going nick What have you done? You've destroyed the kitchen and you're watching car crash TV. It's three in the morning. This is ridiculous. And now Nicholas gets in trouble. And, you know, Nicholas like, oh, the baby did it. They're like, son, you're crazy. That's not the baby.
1: Son, this is goosebumps. I don't give a damn what you have to say.
0: (laughs) So now this is my biggest question with the story. Because now this will happen multiple times. Uh, uh, Grace will do something. That will look make Nicholas look bad. You know, uh go down to the kitchen, destroy some stuff, uh, get into some makeup, whatever what have you. And then continually the parents come down and discover Nicholas. Was that Grace's plan? Was Grace's plan to go downstairs, eat a bunch of food, just hang on, watch TV, just so that Nicholas will come down and discover her and then get in trouble? Or yes, is she I... just like a wild monster baby? But this is the baby's M.O. is just to create more and more convoluted things that Nicholas will look bad for doing. So, yeah. but they all, they just don't work if Nicholas didn't do anything, right? Like, yeah. like if, let's say Nicholas didn't go downstairs, he's just going to sleep like a little child because he's a little 12 year old boy. In the morning, theoretically, the parents come downstairs. Oh, what a new day. And the baby's just down there watching TV, you know, the food like, baby, what are you doing? You're a super intelligent monster baby. And the baby like, oh, you got me. And that would be yeah. the end of the ruse. But Well, I mean, well, theoretically, I would imagine go.
1: the baby would have enough sense to go back upstairs <laughs> if it went downstairs to plant this trap for Nick. It's just not a great trap. And Nicholas falls for all right of them. Right for it. He falls right for it. And then he goes and confronts Grace <laughs> the right. next day. That's right. He's, he's like, oh, what, do you want to talk now, baby? Why aren't you talking? Why don't you talk to me? And then and then the baby finally says something. I can't remember because I've tried to erase that from my brain. It's so creepy. I,
0: I believe it's either you're finished, big brother, or, like, you're dead. Like, it's just something. Yeah,
1: or I think maybe maybe it says only me again or something. Right. But then Nicholas reveals. He reveals a hidden tape recorder. He caught it on tape. And then he holds it in front of the baby's face and says, I'm going to show mom and dad and reveal who you really are. Oh, like, which is, which great. is always not a good idea. No, no.
0: Actually, I got to give him credit. I thought it was nice that he was actually doing a smart thing because they yeah, never well,
1: do this. It was pretty smart. It was a pretty smart thing to do. I think
0: it was also great that he didn't have a kid's tape recorder like a Walkman or whatever that thing from Home Alone was that everyone wanted. The, the
1: Talk Boy. The Talk
0: Boy. God, I wanted a talk Boy so bad.
1: So bad. Man. Every
0: kid had that, and I wanted it so bad. The thing about it now, it's so silly. I wanted an analog tape recorder. That's all I wanted. But yeah. He has like an adult business tape recorder, as if he has a bunch of meetings that day, which is also as, as if
1: he's working for NPR. In the, uh, <laughs> right. 90s.
0: He's got to uh, record
1: some interviews for uh, Prayer Home Companion. Uh, that is the show Nick would work on. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like it too. He looks like a young uh, healer. He looks like a young farm child. So he he shows the tape recorder, tells the baby. That he got evidence, the baby then throws a glowworm, a glowworm that is holding. <laughs> That's right. At Nick, and it it lightly bounces off. <laughs> of him. I don't I don't get what that was about. It lightly bounces That's off. That's just of him. the
0: equivalent of like a fuck you from the baby, but it didn't do anything. If it had like been glass and it shattered, it'd be like oh, it's trying to kill him.
1: Yeah, it it, it would be like uh some kind of scary thing. At no
0: point does Grace try to kill the kid. Like you would think evil baby, and like the way it's like seems to be there's no a like Nicholas is sleeping, and then Grace is standing over his bed with a knife, like it's never a murderous baby, it's just a trick baby
1: uh the baby's means are very political, very political, <laughs> very strategic her motives are uh to uh have. Uh, Nicholas impeached by the parents. Right? Yeah, it's like a long, it's a long game of attrition. It's a long con. It's a long con. Let's be honest here. But it, 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 she throws a glowworm. It does nothing. We're mm-hmm. confused as to why that happened. Then the wind blows. The curtains blow a little bit. Right. The door closes. The room gets dark. The baby's eyes glow. Sil- uh, with, silver with cat a, eyes. With silver cat eyes. And then they cut to a commercial.
0: Right. Oh, by the way, I don't even know if it was a wind. I got the impression that Grace has psychic powers. Yeah, well, it, it would appear that way. She could control wind. She controlled wind, and the door shut. You're like Nicholas is going to die. Commercial break. Nothing happened. Nicholas is just like C- downstairs break. having breakfast. Like nothing happened at all.
1: Cut. Cut back to Nicholas talking to his dad about the tape he recorded in the last scene. <laughs> Nicholas is in grave danger They cut away They cut back And he's He's fine He made it out We don't get to see How that scene was resolved We just know That he's okay now But I just don't get The thought process If you can control The light And wind wouldn't you do that first before you threw a glow worm at him? <laughs> I mean, or just like
0: blow up his blood vessels or something. Or something. Uh, <laughs> Scanner his ass. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just explode it. So, uh, I, again, I I don't know what Grace's... I guess I know what Grace's plan was, but it's a very non-scary version of what could have been terrifying. I mean, it's freaky that she talks and seems to have superhuman strength at points uh i i just don't
1: get her game i don't understand how this is gonna pay off for her well it it somehow works out though because in the next scene he explains that he has a tape with her voice recorded on it he plays it back we hear nick talking to the baby and then warped tape with weird weird warped tape voices this baby has every monster power ever and the and the parents are kind of pissed off about it. They're like, what the fuck? You just showed us this shitty tape with nothing on it, you dickass. Kid. This, this, this tape is sucks. This remix of yours is terrible, Nicholas. And, and then he's like, her eyes glowed. And then the mom is standing there with the glow worm and says, it was probably the glow worm. <laughs>
0: Which, if that is your child's views that the glowworm, a giant, I actually had one of those. That was like a popular toy. Those like light up glow like bookworms. Yeah. If it's one of those and you think it's the baby's eyes, your child has uh, vision problems that probably needs to go to a doctor
1: or something. Well, like, the, do- the the father recommends that they go to a doctor, and the ch- and Nick says, "I don't need a head doctor.
0: Yeah, it gets super heavy real quick. Like that's Grace's play is to have Nick. Committed to an insane asylum. <laughs> like that's really like that's really heavy in a book. I know it's obviously where things are going, but as soon as the parents have a conversation of like, we're a little worried about you, maybe we need to get you some help. That's not just like when you go to the doctor to see if you're right. This is like we might need to strap you down, you're hallucinating.
1: Yeah, well this this is a, a lot like terror at fifty thousand feet. Um, yeah yeah but it a lot, is but a, but a lot less threatening <laughs> and boy
0: oh boy would i love this episode of it had been also been played by william shatner oh my yes, god one, if he if he made an appearance
1: as the father that oh
0: no i good. meant as nicholas or the baby as, as but the baby. also <laughs> yeah. also that if if it was the baby it would have been a great great episode so so here's the part where the parents have been pretty common sense uh even though they're just not you know listening to anything which is understandable they now go, okay, Nicholas, we're worried about your mental health. We're a little bit we're a little bit worried about. It. Maybe we need to send you to go off with the grandparents or something. Which is also just code for we'll never see you ever again. You're gone. You're gone. You're, you're, you're like, going away. When you you send them off to live with the grandparents and then you just don't hear from the parents ever again. Like that's just how that that's just how that works. Yeah. Right. So the next thing is, oh, a phone call. Nicholas already called the doctor to stress his worry about the baby, which is a logical thing to do. This kid is Taking action, again, because he's a 45-year-old man, so this kid's getting things done. (laughs) Calls the doctor. The doctor's like, oh, hey, parents. Uh, I would like you to come in for the evening, though, for an evening meeting in my evening hours, which is already weird. And the parents just go like, yeah, we'll come in for it, even though we know it's not right. Well, we can't say no to a phone call appointment. So the parents are going for an evening, evening appointment to talk to the doctor about their baby being fine and then say, well, we should go get a babysitter. Nah, Nicholas can watch the kid. And Nicholas goes, "I don't want to do this." He goes, "Yeah, Nicholas. Even though we
1: just said you might be mentally insane, we're gonna have you watch our baby. We're gonna have you watch our baby." Which the phone call was about a mix-up at the hospital where they took home the wrong baby.
0: Right, which is revealed,
1: which was revealed after this next night. No, no, no. It's not revealed. That's what the phone call is about. Wait, really? That's what the phone call is about, and they leave the baby at home, which doesn't make sense. Wait, they say it was a mix-up with the the hospital? If you have the wrong
0: baby, you got to bring it back to the hospital, right? I thought the doctor just said, come on in, and then after they talked, they realized. Like, oh, we went in to talk to him, and then he was like, oh, my God, because we don't want to spoil how this ends yet. But I think it. I thought they went to the doctor, and then after that conversation, they realized there was a baby mix-up. Either way, it's pretty the ridiculous. Phone call,
1: the phone call that Nick makes is mm-hmm. about him saying that they took home the wrong baby.
0: Okay. Either way, that's crazy. It's a crazy it's, thing. It's a crazy so thing. It's, so just, they, it's just a setup to leave Nicholas alone at night again with Grace as if there's a danger. But Grace is not doing anything to threaten Nicholas. Like, he's just cause Grace just destroys things and watches TV. Like, theoretically, Nicholas could just get out of the house and be fine.
1: There was that one time that Nicholas stuck his finger in the baby's mouth <laughs> right. and got bit. Yeah, but it was like the tiniest wound. It, it was, was it was barely a wound and Nicholas really stuck his finger out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he
0: was kind of his kind of finger was kind of asking for it. I wasn't even mad at the baby for that one. So they leave Nick
1: at so they leave Nick at home with a with a baby. Terrible choice. Terrible terrible choice. Crazy Nick, old crazy Nick. He's he's playing with his 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 rat or his gerbil. His gerbil which is
0: which is a weird it it feels like the gerbil which is the reason we haven't mentioned it because it doesn't matter at all to the story. It feels like the gerbil is some sort of metaphor. There's there's a whole like I have a pet gerbil that's doing a uh, a maze. I'm teaching him to to solve a maze and I'm doing some sort of experiment about if different music I play helps him solve the maze. Maybe there's a metaphor about like Nurturing and like how you raise something, I really don't know why it's there. There's a not sure, not sure. So he, yeah, he has the baby, puts a giant wall of baby cages, locking him in the room, and then goes, "Hey, baby, got a baby monitor listening for you, so you you
1: watch it." It just goes to hang out. Yeah, he goes to hang out with his friend Max, who's back with a new hat. (laughs) Actually, I think it's the same hat from the previous. It might have just been worn with a different type of sass.
0: They hang out, start to hear commotion for it, and uh, Max looks, but before Max can investigate, uh, Max realizes her new CD that she lent Nicholas has been eaten by, she thinks the gerbil, which does not make any sense, because the gerbil's in a cage, and goes, I'm leaving. You destroyed my CD, and you're going to blame it on the baby? Get out of here. This baby just eats random things, too.
1: Yeah, he ate a math book before that, Aids too. A, eats
0: a math book, eats a CD, eats all the food in the fridge. So it's just like an animal, like a Muppets animal situation we have going on. She leaves, and now it's supposed to feel like it's a scary night, right? You're supposed to be like, I'm alone, trapped with the baby. But really, n- nothing bad's happening. Like, the baby just, like, breaks through the baby carriage uh, like like a Looney Tunes. Like, this is uh-huh. a giant open broken hole, which blew my mind.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, that baby launched itself through that, through that <laughs> wall of... Baby... What are those even called? It's like Baby the, Gate. It's like a dog gate. Yeah, Baby Gate. A baby, baby dog gate. gate.
0: Yeah. Uh, baby Gate sounds like a big conspiracy that was caught about a president actually. having a baby. We'll talk about that another time. We'll talk about that another, time. <laughs> another time. The rest of the episode was just Nicholas chasing Grace through the house. And there's like these really great shots of where they clearly just held the baby above the camera. Like someone's hands were just holding her and just letting her legs just swing as she looks like she walked along the ground. It's my favorite Uh, thing.
1: That's uh, I I also really like when uh, uh, Nick is under the bed looking for Grace (sighs) and then Grace is on top of the bed, which Mm -hmm. he didn't see her there. And he somehow knows that she's up there and starts like interacting with her. (laughs) Right. And she eats his rat. It is a rat, by the way. It is not a jerk. Right. It is a rat. And they call it a gerbil. They call it a rat. They don't know what it is in the script, uh, but uh, she eats it, and he somehow knows that she eats it without seeing it. And then she burps it back up. It crawl the, the mouse his or rat whatever it is, who's supposed to be his pet crawls up on his shirt, and he flicks it off, and it goes off <laughs> yeah, running somewhere. Yeah, it's the a The same shot by the, the way. The, baby, the same shot of the mouse. Oh,
0: they reverse it. Yeah, this like wet, gross mouse comes up. And it's like he's supposed to be like, you know, scared of it. Like, it's supposed to be like a horror shot of like, ooh, gross,
1: vomit rat. But he just looks at it like non plus, like, oh, yeah, it's my rat. Yeah, it's just like a, a simple little <laughs> rat being like, hey, man, I'm scared. I was just swallowed by some kind of demon baby. Get out of here, rat. We'll talk yeah, about get this out later. Of here. I hate you, rat. <laughs> and then the
0: parents come home. The parents come, yeah. Oh, well, the parents come home to find that Grace has bo- like blockaded herself in the family. Uh, has blockaded herself in the bedroom.
1: Again, Nicholas can't get to her even. And she's like eating makeup or something. I don't know. Like well, that's kind of the gross scene that, that, that unfolds. That's unspoken. Um, he has barricaded the door. Like if you came into the scene, you would, you would find Nick having the door been barricaded and then a baby with lipstick on. Like, yeah. Nick, what oh, is going on in God, here? God, <laughs> you're right. Uh, uh, it's, it's terrifying, but the parents come home and they are, they seem they seem neutral because you're supposed to think they're upset. Yeah.
0: But in fact, they're actually not because when we switch from commercial break, it cuts to them just going, Well, there was a mix up of the doctors. We're getting the right baby this time. And they're all just like, oh man, like there's no emotion to this idea at all.
1: No big deal. NBD. It's only been a couple days and, and with this one. Yeah,
0: it's, it just seems really weird to me that... I know this is like a, a silly kid show, but the, the fact that there's no attachment from the mother, like, this was my child. I thought this was mine. I've been nursing it, and... Like grown attached to it, and now I'm just giving it away and my real baby wasn't with me. Oh my god. There should be like levels of distress.
1: I've been letting my son take care of this baby for most part. Yeah. Oh, god, I miss it. I'm gonna miss it. Uh, but it's really just
0: with the casualness of ah, should we go to Carl's Jr. for dinner? I don't know. Let's go get some Carl's Jr. Alright, let's go to Carl's let ah, Let's to go to Carl's guy. Jr. This is podcast is not sponsored by Carl's Jr. But that's the level
1: of concern they have. A chauffeur comes to the door. Oh, god. A, 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 an old, white... <sighs> crazy car i'll Ugh. call it a crazy car it's
0: it's a yeah it's it's like a hearse limousine kind of thing like a and, yeah like an old rolls royce limousine
1: yeah and it comes up to the door and a big <laughs> italian man i'll say i'm gonna guess that he's no, italian yeah they just got someone who wasn't super white and just <laughs> yeah. was big and it was like you're our you're our crazy monster guy yeah you're our crazy monster chauffeur he takes Grace. He just takes her away in uh, one arm. If I may, and,
0: and- if I may, he approaches the door and first just says, baby.
1: Oh, yeah, what? he does. Just, give, he just demands give it me, by, give by, me, its, by give, its noun.
0: Give me baby now. Like, it's just kind of... <laughs> and they go, well, this man is obviously respectable. We'll give him the baby over. Uh, he carries the baby like a sack of potatoes. The funniest shot of the whole episode, like,
1: uh, like, like a football,
0: like a football, <laughs> like, like in a headlock, and you just see the baby's like not a real baby, like obviously, like a fake baby's legs just like swinging below him like a doll, uh-huh. uh huh. And that's the and now our humans have their real daughter because they're they're the real little sister again. Not a lot of emotion to being
1: reunited with their real family member. It's like yeah, it's, the real baby that they haven't been able to hold this entire time. It's been with other people.
0: Yeah. Uh, they just they're like, oh, cool. I don't know. What should we call this one? Why wouldn't you call it grace? They're like, we should name it uh, something else. Like, why not? Do you want it? This is what it's supposed to be named. You don't have to like, there's no rule that says you have to give a baby a new name because you only name it. Anyway, it's stupid. It's a stupid idea. Cut to inside the limousine, you see the parents of the monster baby were actual monsters.
1: Actual monster. Fingers are seen.
0: Yeah, it's like it's like a wily e. coyote like gargoyle. at husband and wife are just coochie coochie cooing the baby who looks not excited to be there. That baby is legitimately terrified on the legitimately set, legitimately
1: terrified by monster hands.
0: Monster hands coming at it, not enjoying the shot whatsoever. it's going like, "Oh, you are a little baby" or whatever. So I guess a monster family just uses the hospital like other people. And the doctor was like, oh, that's fine. This is the world where monsters just check in, I
1: guess. I don't know. Also, monsters have sex and have monster babies. (laughs) Like, two different types of monsters can have sex. Yeah, Like, a gargoyle woman and a skeleton man (laughs) can (laughs) fuck. And a baby, a regular human
0: baby will come out. I think what they should have had is a line from the human mother being like, you know, I did think it weird that Grace, when they handed her to us, was in an egg.
1: Yeah, it was weird that, that she came strange. out of an egg first. And she ate the shell when she broke out of it. <laughs> I, I should have said something. I should have said something. Oh, but you
0: know what? My baby book just said, like, just accept all of life's challenges, so I didn't think anything of it.
1: Also, your baby might eat your, its egg. I don't know what that means, <laughs> but I, didn't, I just read over that part. I sped read it. Yeah,
0: uh, whatever. <laughs> I thought it was about nursing. I'm, we're all good. This episode is, is, is Nanner's.
1: Ends on a freeze frame it ends <laughs> it, on a twist that's, oh sorry yeah it's not the real twist dom please uh i think he is talking to the baby nick is holding the baby and he's like all right my real sister hey goo goo gaga and, and then the baby goes oh don't give me none of that stuff get me some food and none of that mushy stuff and nick faints <laughs> Nick faints into a freeze frame. (laughs) With an an old
0: brother type of expression of like, I can't believe this is happening again. So what does that mean? Does that mean one of two things? That uh, this is just a random absurd thing and they got another mix up. Like there's another monster family somewhere going like, where's our child? Or that is his human sister and monster families, even though they are monsters and judged harshly upon... Have amazing baby development lessons. Yeah. Like when they're, when his real sister was with the monster family for like two days, they were doing baby genius times 10. Like they were just, they just know how to teach high complex concepts and now they just have a baby who knows how to talk.
1: They were showing it baby Einstein. They showed it baby <laughs> geniuses one and two. Uh, you know what they're showing them?
0: Baby Frankenstein. Baby Frankenstein, is that a thing? No, I'm just saying that would be the monster Baby Einstein books. yes,
1: yes, Mm -hmm. yes, Baby Frankenstein, I like it.
0: Hold on, let me go and see if that's a thing. I'm going to do a bunch of novelty books to sell at Urban Outfitters.
1: (laughs) Uh, Baby Frankenstein, think we're okay. All right, Chad, after this episode, let's go ahead and copyright some stuff. We are
0: going to race to these books and we'll also probably have to watch a baby Einstein to see what they actually
1: are, but we'll be fine. So this baby talks too, right? Yeah. So you know what you know what I think it might be? Mm-hmm. Nick's dad's got one of those monsters of cocks. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is.
0: It must be. That's why he's so... He must have
1: a monster penis, like, on the website. That's why he's
0: so calm and chill, because he knows he's just swinging low.
1: (laughs) He's swinging low, sweet chariot, and he doesn't have time for his son's schizophrenia.
0: (laughs) Can I I say real quick uh, that a bit of trivia for this episode, speaking of the dad and his monster dong, is that both the parents are a real-life couple at the time at least. Oh, so, so really? The, and they are the real life parents of the boy who
1: plays Nicholas. So that was a what? real family acting out that episode. Well, I have uh, that's that that makes this even more bizarre, <laughs> right? But the fact that they ha- don't really have any chemistry, I guess, is really maybe no surprise. No,
0: but that's kind of weird that like they didn't feel like a family at all, and that is the first like full TV
1: family I've seen in a long time. Yeah, like what the hell? Like it, it, watching that episode, I felt like the father gave Nick some looks that were like, "You're not my real kid," <laughs> <laughs> but he really is his real kid. It's really his real kid. Oh my god! Now that's a twist. That's bigger than the twist in the episode <laughs> it really is that should have been the end of the episode is the
0: baby talks to the little boy and he goes oh brother also the actors in the show we're all real family
1: isn't that pretty crazy if they just said that at the end i would have been okay with it <laughs> like if that dripped onto the screen as like it freeze-framed on him feigning. oh like totally. I, would, I, I would i would have gone crazy
0: oh my god this is a crazy episode i think even if you listen to this and you haven't watched it yet All of the shots are nuts. There's a lot of just like visuals that are pretty crazy. Yeah, like the art in Nick's room. I didn't, I don't remember. I don't recall. There's like
1: some weird punk guy on the wall, I guess to show that like he has this crazy taste in music. Oh, yeah, there's
0: one moment where they play loud rock music, and that's, yeah,
1: well, like that's kind of like this other part of this experiment that Max is doing. It's some weird subplot. But there is a, uh, piece of art on the wall that looks like it may have been done by Nicholas that features uh maybe a family maybe just kids very poorly drawn sad and bleeding from bullet holes what yeah, wait wait shot i remember when we watched that like what was that about I don't know. Like, whose choice was that to have, like, bullet ridden cartoon kids bleeding on Nick's wall? That's I don't get right. It. We saw that when we watched it. I forgot how much I freaked out about that. Uh, there's a lot of weird production things, too. Like, uh, Nick says, This is great. My parents think I'm crazy when the screen is black and to no one. It's like a transition between scenes. Mm-hmm. And he says that it's an ADR line. It. I don't know. I don't know why that's there. <laughs> there's another, I'm looking at the paintings right now. I pulled up the
0: episode on Netflix. I'm seeing the murder children who are all crying, and there's a letter, uh, a name that says like Zoe or Joe underneath it, implying that's like kid, a name of a kid that's gonna die. Oh he also God. has a giant painting in his room of a yellow man who looks to be kind of a combination between Prince and Liberace, with a sig in his mouth. With a sig right?
1: in his mouth, like. No, what is this? What is this kid? It's so bizarre like this I feel like we talk about how this story is crazy. The entire episode visually is strange you should you should definitely watch it
0: okay all right I'm looking at it right now. There's definitely a photo on his bedroom wall like he has a like a pin board. Go uh-huh. watch this episode, listeners. tell me if you can find it. There's a shot at uh it'll be around three forty five and it appears to be a photograph of two people in the Sahara desert like fist pumping as they're riding t- dinosaurs or tigers <laughs> I do not understand what this is a photo
1: of. it is very
0: scary and I don't like it.
1: I was uh worried that it was going to be a framed photo of his dad's monster <laughs> <of cock. laughs> where
0: I came from also why is he like why is if he has a monster cock I like this I have this idea. <laughs> Why is Nicholas not the same? Or unless maybe Nicholas had a very, uh, oh, my God, Nicholas also developed at a very early age. is why he looks like he's 45.
1: Oh, my God. That's totally true. He was speaking when he was a baby. It makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot, a lot of sense. And then he got into cigarettes. (laughs) And that's why the man is smoking on his wall. And he was in Desert Storm. (laughs) <laughs>
0: He's, he was in the shit which, is,
1: which explains the
0: bullet reading kids he was in the shit I this is by far my favorite episode of the TV show just because also it, it, there's, it's so crazy like I don't even know uh, where you go with this anymore I, I, I don't know if Grey should have been trying to kill him or what it just oh my god I loved it I loved watching this with you by the way too this was a great experience
1: it was a great experience because it is such a such a strange episode <laughs> I guess there isn't too much left to say about old strained peas. Old oh, wait. Yes, peas. there is one more thing. Why is it called strained peas? Ah, uh, okay. All right. Here's, I
0: think this is an artistic title. All right. I think the peas in the pod are the family, uh-huh. and they are strained under the burden of a new child slash a monster baby. Okay, that's really stretching. I don't know what this title at all. I don't get my, it.
1: My explanation is pretty stretched as well, and that would be strained peace, <laughs> which is which is Nick's, Nick's peaceful life being strained by uh, his baby sister. I think you know what it was. I think the title was supposed to be strained peace, and they just
0: messed up a typo on the
1: story, and no one ever caught it.
0: They're like, oh yeah, strained peas, like that thing that babies eat. Do babies eat strained peas? Do they, do they even
1: peas, strained peas. And if we cut to R.L. Stein. He's like, I don't, I don't have any. Time I don't know. I'm, never, I'm, I'm barren. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, you know what it is? You know what? I think it was supposed to be strained penis because Nick's dad has been fucking <laughs> once every twelve years. <laughs> With that monster
0: build It takes that long to build up the blood flow To your groins <laughs> Dad,
1: and it's like, and it takes, Dad, yeah. We are on the same page now
0: <laughs> It takes that long And the problem is it takes 12 years So like whenever it happens you gotta do it You have like, to you, you could be at a baseball game and go we gotta go right now It's gotta happen It's gotta happen unless you want to wait another 12 years For this monster dick And she's like I, I, I guess I got to <laughs> Everyone look away. Everyone, please look away. And then they Everyone
1: just... look at the baseball.
0: <laughs> look at the baseball, please. Don't look at us. In the back seats, please turn and look towards the concession stand, please. This okay, will only take like 45 minutes.
1: <laughs> 45 minutes tops. Thank you very much. I'll see if I can wrap this up in 30. I can't make a promise. Okay, let's go. <laughs> uh, uh, but okay, so it's strained P. He's, we're still not sure. It's up in the air. Why don't you tell us what your explanation is? Of the title is, you can tweet it to us at Goosebuds Pod, and we see you guys
0: tweeting about the show. It means a lot. Uh, I've seen you guys every day uh, at Johnny Ketchum, at This Is Luke Owen, uh, at Foxy the Kid, at Nigel Harden. At Hosting Cholo. And at at Jim Carrey. Thank you. (laughs) Jim Carrey, thank you so much. You can also go on our subreddit, which is reddit slash r slash goosebuds. You can also email us. No one ever emails us, but if you want to, we're on uh, on (laughs) Gmail at goosebuds at gmail.com. Or if you want to get in a really weird way to get back to us, you can also
1: leave a review on the show. That's right. It really helps out the show to leave a review. And uh, we love reading them because you guys are pretty funny with them. (laughs) They're pretty, pretty good. They're not always funny. Sometimes they're just nice. I have a review here from Mike Lettuce Ketchup Pod, which may be a podcast. Who knows? It's about burgers,
0: Uh, I guess, maybe? I
1: I hope it is. Mike, we're going to check it out. Uh, It's titled Everything I Wish My Show Was. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Well, maybe it is. (laughs) This podcast is great. Hop in your way back when machine and join these guys as they wax poetic about the greatest series of books ever. Ever, in all caps.
0: Wow, Mike. Thank you very much. I will check out your podcast. I hope it's about burgers.
1: I hope it's about burgers. Oh my god!
0: I hope it's just the sound of you just eating burgers and not talking at
1: all. But just like smacking mouth sounds. Oh yes, the entire time that uh, would make for what are what are those videos called where it's like soft sounds? I guess it would be the opposite, uh, like a, like
0: ASMR, <laughs> but it's just just delicious in and out smacking burger sounds. People dunking burgers into oh, their mouths oh on their god. lips. Pssh. I kind of dig in that. I might ch- We've got a lot of money making ideas. This podcast. Yeah, you guys. Take notes if you want to <laughs> Take get notes rich. slash steal our ideas fast. Because <laughs> Young Frankenstein's coming out pretty quick to make your monster baby. Yeah, uh, Young Frankenstein, our completely original
1: screenplay
0: starring <laughs> Gene Wilder. Oh, God, not Young Frankenstein. Baby Frankenstein. Fuck, we're sued. <laughs> God damn it, we're sued. Uh, yeah. I have another review from I Hate This Effing Review page. I wonder if that's <laughs> his username for many sites. And he says, great podcast, five stars. I just spent the last 15 minutes trying to write a review for these guys on this crappy app, but it was worth it because this is a quality podcast that deserves a larger audience. The podcast is hosted by a likable group of funny guys, and their conversations are always enjoyable, even if you're not a fan of the book series. Highly recommended, unlike this horrible, crappy review page. <laughs> And there's a sister review, I would say, Uh, I like from I Could Not Care Less, who also gives five stars. It says, honestly, I am only writing this in hopes that it helps the podcast so that they will mention me on the show. I I know you could not care less, (laughs) but we do. We do. It really means a lot. Uh, Again, if you go on iTunes, make an account or use your normal one. Uh, leaving a review helps the show and it's the reason why we've been discovered by so many wonderful listeners like
1: yourselves you know Uh, what i'm gonna go ahead it says was this review helpful yes it was mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that helped me (laughs)
0: guys thank you again for listening we'll be back very shortly Uh, much smaller of a wait between this episode and the last one Uh, we'll be covering the ghost next door so crack open
1: the book and uh, if you want another show to listen to in the meantime. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, my mine. God. Yes. No. I forgot. I'm, I'm plugging this show because, Chad, you're on it and you're going to be back on it.
0: Oh, my God. Yes. I am so looking forward to it. Tales from the Tavern. You're going to love it if you're not already listening to it. It is great. Uh, I have been on it. Paul has been on it. Uh, friends. Jim Carrey has been Jim on Jim Carrey has been on it. <laughs> Weirdly down for a lot of projects, Jim Carrey. Yeah, and for leaving reviews. He's a great guy. <laughs> He's a really good dude. Uh, Dom, tell us a little bit about the show for those who don't know.
1: Uh, Tales from the Tavern is a show where every week uh, we are in a tavern of the guest's realm. So Chad will be uh, the guest on the next episode. Chad, what is the name of your realm again?
0: Uh, it is Ragnarok It is a it is wonderful be,
1: fantasy world. We will be in Ragnarok It'll be the wonderful fantasy world of Ragnarok. We may be back at the devil's bunghole. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about taking you to another tavern this time. I don't know hey if man, you want to see. It. You, okay. take me. you take me wherever you want to take me in All your right. world. All right, we might do a bit of a pub crawl. Hey, man. <laughs> I'm into it. Every week on the show, we have writing prompts. And then off of those prompts, we write a short fantasy story usually pretty funny that's what we're going for and uh we read it to each other and we laugh and laugh and it's a great time so stop by the tavern you can check us out at tales from the tavern uh just go ahead and search that or um look for it on iTunes or TFTT pod on uh Twitter
0: it's a great show would not be saying that if dom wasn't here i love it it's one of my favorite things to listen to uh even when i'm not on even when I'm not on the show. Even when he's not on it, he listens to <laughs> you guys. That's a good, that's a good friend. It's a pretty good recommendation. Uh, with that, guys, go check out Tales from the Tavern. We'll see you guys soon. Dom, it's been a pleasure. I love you. I'll talk to all of you guys soon.
1: Talk to you soon, friends. Bye-bye.
0: Bye.